Brett Baron from Germany. And add that breakdown. Don't. Hello and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. I'm Jeff and I'm joined as usual by my good friends Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael are continually at odds with each other on the Mount Rushmore of life, the four things that best represent a certain subject. And this week's subject was chosen for us by people who are acquainted from with Richard. Richard, who was it chosen and what and what is it? All right, so these are uh, my online friends, uh, which you know are I the e, best I e nerds. friends. I.e. nobody, um, not real people. In my uh, RBI Baseball uh, online forum. RBI Baseball being, of course, the classic mid-80s Nintendo baseball game, the first baseball game to use actual players. How many of these friends' avatars is like a cartoon frog, and I hate them? No, none <laughs> of them so? are. Okay, no, good. None of them. All one, right, good. All right. one I'm looking at does have a RBA baseball person, except um, instead of a person, it's Hello Kitty. Oof. That's pretty good. Oh, yikes. So okay. anyway, if you, ever, if you guys are interested in RBA baseball, and I know some of you out there are, crickets... Um, make sure no, no, you, RBI, edit in RBI cricket. Is that, that's a different game. <laughs> edit, edit in the uh, the crickets right there for that part. Um, you go to just go to www.dee-nee.com. That's Dini. So that's this the, is on the that's the name web. of it's the name of the sound that the ball hits when it hits the bat. The, 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 <laughs> is that, yeah. I, I've never known the origin Dini. after a decade. Yeah, kind of goes Dini. So they came up with this idea, which is best video game power ups. Oh, cool! This will be a lot of fun. Again, with the cricket noises, if you don't I'm mind. marking them all down. I know. <laughs> okay, so uh, okay. Richard, since by proxy you are bringing this choice, does Michael go first? Yeah, I believe Michael goes first. And I should mention I have some of these suggestions from my uh, nerd friends we can get to at the end. Okay, uh, I think we could make this an unusual uh, Mount Rushmore podcast in that if you want to power up, and pick a fifth choice. Maybe you could if you wanted to. I don't <laughs> we'll know. See, we'll see how. We'll see, see how, how it goes. goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Michael, you're first. Uh, I'm going to start off pretty simple, and it's the. Uh, Power Palette from Pac-Man. Also on my list. Good. Oh, we wow, haven't okay. had we haven't had a lot of dual picks in a Not while. Not in a while. This one may have a couple. But I think. this one is one of those where it's it it turns the tide immediately and then is also super super frightening because right. you never know when it's going to run out. I don't, I'm sure the experts have it all marked down on how quick how much time you have. How much per time? Level. Yeah. But like it's it's great until it's awful until you're suddenly like freaking out again. Um, but basically, it was. I mean, Pac-Man is one of the first video games that really took off and kind of is so iconic in that you know the, the ghosts turn blue and you can mm-hmm. chomp them and you know the tide is turned and, yeah you know the hunter becomes a hunted and then you're like oh d- damn it can i ask like pac-man came around in the late 70s or early 80s late 70s late 70s maybe early is might be like 80 81 I'll, so pac-man I'll and the power pellet and cocaine all kind of came around <laughs> at the same time is that what we're well you got pac-man fever first okay then you had a power Depends on how many lines. Is the power do. pellet It's like an eight ball. Power it's pellet. An eight ball. <laughs> okay. All right. Richard, why do you uh, choose the power well, pellet? Well, a lot of the same reasons Michael did. It was the first ever video game power up. Okay. I don't, I don't believe in Pong that you could get like a... A super Pong? A super paddle or anything. Um, and, and like you know, if you didn't have that element of the tables can turn, Pac-Man's kind of a shitty game then. It's just you kind of like... Outracing the ghost. Outracing this ghost until you inevitably get killed. I was... I'm terrible i'm not like i'm terrible at pac-man yeah i just i don't care i can't i'm thoroughly mediocre at it and like michael said it is like the a test of your greed because mm-hmm. there's so many i think 90 percent of the time that point. i die playing pac-man trying to get that one it's extra trying pilot. to get that last 
ghost. the pellet or the ghost when it's starting to wind down and does like the flashing to white. I'm like, shit, I can do this. I got, I need another half second. <laughs> so it is sort of like internally, it's like I should get what I can get and then get the hell out of the way. But nobody does that. Is it ever. Just- Pac-Man's controller, that joystick controller that was on most boxes throughout the 80s, is it that controller that confounds you about Pac-Man? Or I know we're getting into minutia of the game, but I are think you bad at Pac-Man because it's just a crappy <laughs> control, <laughs> control system? I think at some point that, you know, the game requires a dedication to to learning it that I just never, I never put into it. Like, I right. think that, like if you're going to be really good at it, you have to know the pattern to win it. Uh, what was the, what was that? Uh, King of Kong. King of Kong yeah. that, you know, they, they were crazy about it. And like, you had to, you had to know the game perfectly. And I think I could get, you know, you can get seven, eight levels in before, you know, you enter, you know, your three, yeah. three letters. And it's always butt yeah. or ass. <laughs> <laughs> ass is the Damn. greatest video game player ass. who has ever lived. He has high scores I mean, everywhere. It, yeah, the top four should always be ass, butt, dick, and fuck. <laughs> yeah, F-U-Q, yes. I always have wanted to go into a... Um, there were some secret rules that were uh, uh, situational only to arcades, and I always wanted to go into a Starbucks or something with wearing like a jacket from the 80s and some moon boots and just line up a row of quarters on somebody's MacBook and just say, I got next. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you both choose Power Pellet. Was there anything we need to talk about that before? Do you, Richard? No, I don't is, think so. Is it, is, we, is it comp- proven to be the first power-up? Yes. Oh, okay. I th- you know, I think that they, throughout the history of the Pac-Man games, it kind of changed slightly. Like, eventually he went from just being like a, a invincible to, I think in like Pac-Man Jr., he became giant. Or like Pac-Man 3D, mm-hmm. like he grew in size. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if like in late, I'm sure there were later iterations of the game when they kind of realized they had to really really mess with it like maybe he got like pac-man lasers i don't know mm. okay do you guys remember the version of pac-man that it was like part video game and part pinball machine oh that sounds familiar. am i insane about this that, that that existed right there was like one version of it where you played the game and then at certain points it triggered like the pinball part no i remember no i don't know this at all so baby pac-man maybe was it a pinball <laughs> machine that had Pac-Man well, there was a pinball machine. There was Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man. Uh-huh. But ba- I want to say it was Baby Pac-Man. What was it? I don't know. Yes, it was Baby Pac-Man. Very happy about my, about this. I figured this out. Are you out. thinking of Godzuki? <laughs> Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy-Doo. Okay. All right, uh, Richard, what's your second then? So then my second choice is the on-fire mode from NBA Jam. Also on my list. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Oh, are we, we going to pitch a perfect game here, Michael? I don't Michael? think so. I just kind of find it amazing that it, the phrase on fire started off really as a, a kind of a basketball term that then got co-opted by the game and now has reversed and is back to being a basketball term that I think most people associate like with oh. the game now. Yeah, when you yeah. say, oh, he's on fire, you automatically think of the flaming basketball and you can hit anything mm-hmm. from half court in. Yeah. The um, So for those who haven't played it, Basically, in the game, uh, the game is, I mean, the game was fun just because it was like a two-on-two basketball game. It wasn't like a super complex. It was kind of ridiculous. It was an exaggeration of what basketball is. It was, I feel like it had its hybrids in the uh, arch rivals in the S game where you could just blatantly punch people. (laughs) I forgot about that. It was a good game. Um, Basically, it was just like a two-on-two basketball game. And uh, it was like these exaggerated basketball players and they could do 
insane. You could dunk from the three-point line. And and if you made three or four shots in a row. Three in a row. Three in a row. Mm-hmm. You, like the, the announcer, the Marv Alberti fake voice would kind of start saying, he's heating up, and then he's on fire. And then basically your power-up was that uh, your... Well, you had two power-ups. You had one that you basically couldn't miss a shot as long as it yeah. was like on your half of the court. And then the other one is you had unlimited use of the turbo button. Because you could, in the game, you could use turbo to go faster or push somebody um, off the ball. (laughs) But, which, you know, it was basketball in the 90s. It was pretty close to what it was like. Um, And you could use that turbo button as much as you wanted. There was, it it didn't drain. So you could just run around and just knock people down. um, It only really ran ran out in in like the weird occasion that you missed a shot or if, uh, like, eventually it would just, if you, eventually you would, it would eventually fade. You would eventually just burn up. Yeah. Much like Phoenix. And like another team could also, um, whoever you were playing could also get on fire as well. So you'd just be dueling. And it's just. Dueling banjos of. Yeah. And it's just aggravating when the person you're playing against is on fire and you just, (laughs) I can't do anything. This is basically, it's going against like Michael Jordan, but in LeBron James's like body. And sometimes, basically. sometimes Bill Clinton too. Like they had like, oh weird, yeah, they had those weird, like they uh, had weird hacks where like you could enter in a certain passcode oh, and wow. then instead of like Michael Jordan, you could play as Bill Clinton. Wow. Or like as, or George Clinton. <laughs> That'd be the a good team. Do- <laughs> atomic dogs. <laughs> the atomic dogs. If you put in ass, you just were just played as a giant ass. <laughs> Mr. Ass. Billy Gunn. Clint Black. <laughs> George Clinton. Bill Clinton. Okay, so, you know, it looks like we're at halftime, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's the horn. We're halfway to our... Uh, do we do we talk about it? Do we say that it's a perfect game so far? <laughs> so, so far, we're tied. Uh, no unreturned points uh, going back and forth in this sports video game thing. I don't know what sports are. So, uh, we are at a halftime, and this is where we implore you people out there. So, you're probably listening to this on a thing that plays video games known as a computer. And if so, go over to the, the iTunes thingy, open the game of iTunes, and get a high score by downloading all the Mount Rushmore podcasts. If you it, down- power, it powers us up. It powers us up. If you uh, down, download all the podcasts and you give them all five, the shortcut keys, let me give you like the, the uh, cheat code, <laughs> uh, rate five <laughs> to every one of our podcasts, and that's the cheat code. So you're going to get mega double power-ups, and then go to Facebook and then just um, talk about us, share the podcast, and you get some extra um, bonus power packs and a Game Boy glove will disappear on your hand. Um, so that's how you support us. And then follow us on Twitter. And you can even follow us on Instagram. Just search for Mount Rushmore Podcast and you're going to find all that stuff. So we are back. And I, th- who's going to go? Is it Richard? It's Michael this time. Michael, okay. Uh, Michael. What's I, your third? I'm going to still keep it kind of old school. I don't, you know, I think we've talked about this in the past. I don't play a ton of new video games. But yeah, I'm sure there's power-ups they, they and League of Legends. I don't know. They just had know. like the World Championships in Staples Center. Did they? Yesterday. Oh. oh. Yeah. The, yeah, it was like the League of, League of Legends, I think. is what I, I don't remember which one it was. League but, of Legends was Plastic Man. Yes. <laughs> and like Mighty Mutt or something like that. Or? It was like the, the, the C-level uh, version level, of yeah. Super Friends. <laughs> Um, but I and I was watching the just people were posting about it on Facebook and it was just oh my god they filled the Staples Center hmm. it's like twelve thousand people there to watch people Play playing video a video game. game which hey look you know 
we got this topic because I'm part of an online RBI baseball message right. board. Yeah. So who am I to who am I to throw up to, to judge here? But uh, you have a wife and a proof that you've had intercourse with a woman. So as as a no, I'm not going here. Yeah, let's just, just okay. skip that one. Yeah. Uh, so so back to me, I guess. Yeah. For it. Um, so uh, the magic mushroom from Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> where uh, it was one of those that it seems so simple, but it kind of changed how you could play the rest of the game in terms of I, I like the the I like this one over the other different items that you can get because I think with this with the magic mushroom which made you grow bigger you could also bust up some blocks but then also kind of gave you an extra life within the individual level sure you know the fire flower kind of did the same thing and gave you the chance to throw fireballs right and invincibility was great but only for a short time and i felt like i was stepping on my own toes with that oh yeah choice throughout the rest of the uh mario brothers like series and whether it's super mario brothers 2 or 3 or super mario galaxy and all those they all kind of are based on this idea of you can get this thing and it transforms you into something else and like you know they get they start to get ridiculous in super mario brothers 3 oh like with the uh the leaf with the leaf that makes the, you turn into a flying raccoon or the, uh, the tanuki suit where you basically wear like a bear costume <laughs> yeah or um you know a frog suit and you could all you know and then eventually in a, the mario galaxy you do have like a jetpack and do different cool things yeah but it all kind of started with like the the mushroom and it's it's a weird kind of has become as almost as iconic as mario himself in terms of representative of nintendo right it was one of those you know, one of those weird power-ups that you... It's, like, almost the first thing you get in the game. It is the first thing I believe you get. It's that first, like, a question mark block. Even more it. so probably than a coin. And it's just, like, this is... This isn't a game where you're this tiny guy. This is... You're you're not... No, you're no longer Mario. You're not... You're, you're now su- super. You're now Super Mario. Do you think that they chose a mushroom because of its connotations with, like, being hallucinogenic and making you maybe think that you're... 20 feet high and so the entire mario game is actually 10 feet and then it's all just like a he's just fucked up he's just the trip, time he's just tripping balls on, <laughs> just tripping balls on mushrooms yeah well i think it's funny too that like the very first thing he gets is a mushroom and his first enemy is the goomba which is basically a mushroom an evil mushroom right and uh i don't know that's kind of strange does japanese culture incorporate yeah. the mushroom in a different way than we would say in yes the they US. use it in porn a lot i'm sure <laughs> i have no no proof of this but it just feels right I was very good, like, I wasn't good at Pac-Man, but I was one of those that eventually I could beat Super Mario Brothers in, like, f- five and a half minutes. Oh, well. Yeah, if you use all the warps, you cheater. <laughs> Zing. Sorry. You got me on that one. Loser. <laughs> the ethics Loser. of video gameology just got, I just got handed down from Zeus himself. What's your third, Richard? All right, so my third one is the Gauntlet game, and it is uh, food. Just food. Is food, food. is food a power-up, or is it... Because I was thinking about this for another another game. Or is it just like health? Does food give you extra power? Like a public service announcement that was been written. <laughs> hey, everybody. You know what the real power-up is? Grapes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wilt Chamberlain. Hi, I'm Warrior. You might know me from the game Gauntlet. <laughs> no, it's a power-up, I think, because it, it's it's something that gives you an ability, or gives you... In- increases your abilities within the game and there's a lot of games that have i mean technically as a mushroom is yeah food, yeah but, mm, mm. so i mean there's a lot of games that will sort of use this teenage mutant ninja turtles had sure, pizza. pizza which i almost chose just because it's 
was like a perfect representation of game and it's almost yeah. a per- it's almost a perfect representation of me Michael <laughs> yeah. Winfield's killing me softly with your song I also liked anytime it was like a big turkey yeah. several games just had like a whole yeah. turkey is it like the turkey that when you're watching a cartoon and there's a character who's particularly hungry and they look yes. over to a good friend and then that person transforms into a chicken leg or a turkey leg and somehow they have a knife and fork and a, <laughs> and a napkin wrapped around them out of nowhere uh, I think in Streets of Rage they had like a, yes. just a big hunk of meat that was just on a oh, bone. Final Fight was also Final just Fight. meat. They're basically the same game. <laughs> yeah, they're all the same game. Side scrollers. <laughs> but I chose Gauntlet because a couple of reasons. I liked that when you got to Legends, which was the arcade version, I remember I really played, you know, late nineties, I guess. Mid was it mid late nineties, I guess. Another, another game, Gauntlet in general. I was terrible. Really? <laughs> I just I put a lot of quarters in the have, Gauntlet. I didn't have the I think it because it ate so many quarters, I just didn't have the patience just like <laughs> Okay. Well, I liked it because there was four players. So my mm. three other friends that I had in life when I was that age could actually <laughs> play elf. with me. Yeah. Somebody got <laughs> stuck. Somebody got stuck with the elf and was really miserable about it. But it was so important in that game that they would you'd get the announcement. Warrior needs food. <laughs> then a little bit later. Warrior is about to die. This is the original Tamagotchi. <laughs> like you have to feed right. <laughs> this game I have a lot to worry about. And I did like the fact that. On Legends, there are different types of food. Uh, fruit gave you a 50% increase, but meat gave you a 100% increase, which is pretty much the opposite of any sort of like like You also need to have milk at some point <laughs> and some grains. I would love if you backed up and looked at the machine was instead of Namco or whatever, it was Oscar Mayer. <laughs> I thought it smelled like wieners. That's just an arcade. That's it smells like wieners. Like wieners. Um, they also had uh, some of the food was poisoned. If, it, it would be like kind of green looking if you ate it actually took life away from you Eventually. so this is basically like me being drunk at two in the morning trying to figure out if there's anything good that i can still eat in the fridge eventually in the mario series they had that as well they had like a poison mushroom or it's just like it looked just like the other mushrooms you died from it it's just like that's i guess that's good, life pretty it is really you know it's it's you know food poisoning is a serious thing guys Hi, I'm, I'm the elf from Gauntlet. <laughs> Food poisoning is serious. Warrior is dead. <laughs> so I I don't know if you've been into a McDonald's, and since I've been living in a place without a kitchen, I've been eating their breakfast, lunch, and dinner in a Morgan Spurlock tribute. The video game area of McDonald's, if you've seen that, it seem like they enhance the McDonald's that have a play area. Oh, yeah, I was place. in one with, with uh, Vivian yesterday, so yeah. There was one, well, the one I went to in Encino has like a, these little video games and they're very outdated because kids would just play on their phones now, but the games were like touch the apple, touch the, the you know, the fish or whatever, and, and there was a lot of food stuff like touch the orange, and then you see this kid playing it, and then it says like touch the medium drink and small fries, <laughs> and the kids are touching these things uh, and touch the Big Mac. Touch the big and touch touch the medium hot the hot apple pie and then you look behind the counter and realize there's a kid six years older than that to- toddler working behind that counter touching the touch screen of the thing so that's when I realized those video games are training it's just training <laughs> for it yeah <laughs> the cashiers at McDonald's okay so uh, I believe does that mean Michael should be Michael. up for his last one okay. my fourth one uh, it is the spirit ball from the game Altered Beast. Oh right, right, right. Uh, Altered Beast is a is a side scrolling kind of beat 'em up game where. Uh, okay, bear with me. So, Zeus, <laughs> that guy. Zeus has uh, awoken you up 
from the grave. He I guess impregnated you... <laughs> me while he was in the form of a bull. <laughs> and uh, he needs your help to rescue his daughter, Athena, from five levels of, I guess, bad guys and monsters. Yeah. And so you start out and you wake up in a grave. Wait, is this the plot to Xanadu? <laughs> <laughs> I love how Zeus calls in sick to work. Ah. <laughs> Boy, I got some problems. <laughs> I got to rescue my daughter. Zeus is as lazy as, uh, what's his name? It's Satan from last week. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Zeus wakes you up from, I guess you're dead, and you're like this kind of semi-weak guy in the middle of a graveyard in like this tattered loincloth slash go, go toga. On, go on. <laughs> kind of feel, starts feeling like a average Saturday yeah. night. <laughs> and uh, so you start fighting these monsters and then along, you know, as you start fighting them, you get like this, like, uh, like this power pellet or like mm-hmm. this spirit ball. Yeah. And then you get, you grow a little bit bigger and you're, oh, 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 I love this. I love this. <laughs> you keep going on, you get a second one and like, your head, for whatever reason, your head remains like tiny, but like your body gets huge. And it, by the end of each level, you get like a third spirit ball. I don't think there's a way to avoid it, really. It's just kind of right. like it happens. how it happens. And then you get like this third ball. And then you, by the end of level one, you turn to like this werewolf. And you have these special <laughs> powers. And you can you fight the main bad guy at the yeah. end. Level two, you're back to being like that scrawny wheat guy again. Uh-huh. Same sort of loincloth sort of thing. Boom, boom, boom. You turn into uh, like this dragon. You have electrical powers. <laughs> boom. Level three, turn into a bear. Level four, turn into a tiger. Level five, you're <laughs> you turn back into a werewolf again because I guess they're like, ah, you know, eh. we don't. It's fine. We're gonna invent a new. We're not gonna draw a new character. But it was always fun because there was like this great transformation <laughs> scene, like like the, the music changes and it gets gets to like like the best animation. This cutscene, you turn into like one of these great creatures. <laughs> and then by the end of it, I guess you just you. You save Athena, and I'd probably marry her. I don't know. Does does <laughs> does asking video games to have uh, a logic? It, does is that too much to ask of video games to make sense? Like, I th- I think that basically I think there's definitely a a translation a translation issue. Yeah, I know. In I think it was Streets of Rage or oh, it was Bad Dudes. Oh, uh, the video game. Yeah, they're like. Ninjas have kidnapped the president's daughter. Yes. <laughs> like, like yeah. all right. Japanese, Only you can stop them. Really? <laughs> the bad dudes sure? are, are here. It's like, I guess the Japanese that wrote it yeah. were like, let's just. It culturally. Just ninjas. I bet, it, I bet it wasn't any of that. And then the American writers are like, all right, what do we need? We need a. Well, it's from Japan. Yeah. Okay, and but it's in America. Right. So ninjas. President, president. president. All right. We're good. Ninja. Got it. Got Checked it. The off. Japanese translation for Jersey Shore was like the macaroni hoodlums or something. <laughs> Like I can see the this well-meaning translation or this translation, the speculation on what American culture is, and oh, and I just imagine the Japanese equivalent of a cigar-chomping studio head saying, "What do Americans like? Uh, c- werewolves, werewolves, and Zeus." I, I mean, I think the Zeus that slash Athena line is just throws it all off because yeah. it's just like you could have made up any other god or whatever, and it would have been like, okay, they turn into they're not nec- if they were like Greek monsters. Yeah. Maybe that would make sense. Maybe you turn into like a minotaur or mm-hmm. whatever. But no, you turn into a werewolf, a dragon, and then a bear. The bear is really weird. He like, he blows bubbles <laughs> and it like turns you to stone. It's such a, it was like one of my, it, that was one of those games in the arcade. I, I have very distinct memories of going to the arcade in the, uh, the movie theater, like up over on like Victory like mm-hmm. Laurel Canyon. Oh, it was, wow, it yeah. was like the really shitty yeah, one yeah. now that cost like two bucks. Yeah. But they always had an altered beast there. And Joe's like, going to get in and play some altered <laughs> beast. 
Get to be that bear, blow that, a bubble. Uh, uh, Altered Beast, I like it because it's one of my favorite Matthew Sweet albums. So <laughs> I was, I, I was going to say, I think Michael was subliminally trying to uh, court, pander to you court, with that one. Yeah, court favor. Uh, what's your last one, Richard? Oh, so my last one is from the game Duke Nukem, and it's steroids. Nice, nice. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I remember I played a lot of Duke Nukem on my shitty. Uh, PC. You know, as a Mac, I think I maybe oh. I had a PC. Mm-hmm. It was my friend's PC that had like I don't know. It was like a the story's changing all the time. <laughs> it was like a three eighty six, I think, mm-hmm. one of those like like really crappy yeah. mid nineties jobs, and that was about the only game that you could actually get to work on that because anything that needed more power than that was just mm-hmm. going to crash it. Leisure suit, Larry. No, you're <laughs> dead. Brother. You cannot play that. So I played a lot of Duke Nukem, and I'm not really good at first, like first person, like shoot 'em up type games and I, I guess duke nukem was like the last of these they had his doom had come out uh wolfenstein a few other ones and this was like the last one so it kind of got to that meta stage like duke nukem was really like there are a lot of like jokes inside of it where the other yeah. games were very like yeah serious and yeah he was like this cigar chomping ultra schwarzenegger type yeah bruce uh, willis or something yeah and yeah, one of the power-ups, instead of getting food as your health power-up, you got steroids, That's and funny. it made you stronger, hmm. um, which is such a 90s thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I just I just can't fathom that, that... Steroids were all the rage in the 90s, across uh, sports, yeah, or, across are you, wrestling. Wait, were you making a roid rage joke? Across Ooh, roid wow. rage? That's pretty good, hmm. if you were. Did you have guys in your high school that did steroids? There was, there was a couple of guys who, between junior and senior year, became the biggest person you'd ever seen. Yeah, I was so out of it. I, I was so unconnected. Oh. I, I collected comic books and watched The Simpsons and Star yeah. Wars. Like my, <laughs> like the closest I got to knowing how how much steroids someone did was when Luke Skywalker and all of the toys suddenly <laughs> like were ripped yeah. out of nowhere. It's like, why does it look like He Man? Yeah, there's really no per- per- performance enhancing drug for collecting comics. Mm-hmm. I don't think maybe nachos. Yeah, be it's one. funny that Duke Nukem got to be social commentary or satire, where some of the other I think of a the dexterity that it takes in a medium like video games to tell a story, to engage a player, and how Altered Beast seemed to kind of fall short of telling a, a, a narrative that made sense with the little bit that you got. But obviously that was a, that was a coin-op gaming platform, and Duke Nukem was PC, which could have cutscenes and all these things that yeah. Altered Beast wouldn't be able to have. But the idea of actual satire it seems kind of innovative for a PC game. Did at some point did the steroids turn you into a werewolf or like a golden bear or anything? <laughs> no, it just made uh, you awesome. Sometimes you go to a strip club <laughs> in the game and, and and you tip the strippers and they would dance. That's for interesting you. though the, the idea of like uh, being self reflexive in a video game or, or within you know probably four years. Yeah, I mean from whenever Wolfenstein. What was the first? Was a uh, either Doom or I, Wolfenstein. Doom it might or have been Wolf- Doom. I think it was Doom. Like for it to have turned around so quickly in like almost like a South Park mode. Right. Where all of a sudden they're, they can make jokes based on – they can turn them out so quickly that they can make a joke based on last week's yeah. episode and it be like hyper-relevant or mm-hmm. a couple days of worth of commentary. That's interesting. Yeah, I should I, – this this is, means nothing, but I was just looking up the name of the guy, the guy who does the voice for Duke Nukem. And he did a bunch of other games. He's Big the Cat and Sonic Adventure – Current game, according to Wikipedia, that he's working on is, Dude, bro, my shit is fucked up, so I got to shoot slash slice you, too. It's straight up dog time. That means nothing. I just thought, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, 
That's something some an Uber driver would tell you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to ingratiate themselves very quickly to you. Okay, I'll give you five. I give you five stars. See, five stars. I'm giving five it to you. Let me out. Just, just let me, let me out. Just let me live. Let me live. Unlock the door. Uh, cool. Okay, so um, this is my opportunity as judge to kind of put my two uh, points in, two cents in, and that is. Uh, the last time I was really into a game was, I think, the year 1990 or so, and that was Doom. I think Doom 2 it probably was. And I really got really enwrapped into Doom 2 and uh, kind of thought it was real for a while. I got some immersed into it with, wearing, with my 16-bit Creative Labs Sound Blaster card and just really <laughs> <laughs> digging it. With CD quality sound. And you could hear the guy go, nah, nah on your right, and then you can kind of go rah, rah, on your left. <laughs> you can hear the gun cock right in the middle. And uh, what I want the power-up that uh, really impressed me in Doom 2 was health, or actually in terms of a um, first aid kit. I think it's so, so funny because you would come across a first aid kit and really be really excited about it. Today I work in a corporate office. A first aid kit is the stupidest thing you see all the time. You hope there's Tylenol in it. There's never Tylenol in it. It's usually something that uh, is bro the door's broken on it. <laughs> And <laughs> so much gauze. So much gauze. So, so much gauze. So much gauze. And then there's a little bit, the Band-Aid box is a little bit bloody from the last time Karen stabbed her finger with the staple remover and tried to get a Band-Aid out there. What kind, what kind of office are you working at? It, <laughs> sounds, like, it sounds like you work in a, a walking, <laughs> like an OSHA vi violation. <laughs> sounds like he works in wherever Doom is set. Yeah, yeah basically. Get to, you walk past the demon. Totally. You're like, hey, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> My, everybody's office is behind a big steel door. <laughs> Push a red light to open. All right, so I want to just quickly go through some of the Dini uh, choices. So Gantry, who founded the board. Wait, are you powering up? Is this? I power am powering up? through you is what oh, I'm okay. doing. Um, he had a, I'll just go through some of these quickly that we didn't touch on. Um, along with On Fire from, RBA, from NBA Jam, he had the Red Shell in Mario Kart, mm -hmm. um, the Spread Gun in Contra, yeah. which was... A lot of people listed that. That was actually like my fifth choice. And the BFG 9000 gun from, from Doom. Oh, wow. So uh, Nacho had... Spread gun was one of those where you were instantly disappointed when you got the next level up gun. It was just like a laser and you're like, can I just, can I just have that other one back? <laughs> right. Um, Nacho uh, had hitting select over and over between rounds to give Mike Tyson more energy, or uh, give Little Mac more energy in Mike Tyson's punch out. Uh, the star in um, Super Mario Brothers, the lightning bolt in Super Mario Kart. Uh, pinch hitters getting an extra power boost the first time they're at bat in RBI Baseball. Um, G. Davis had the sword in Adventure, the, the Atari game, oh. which I played a lot of that. Like it was always super like exciting. Yeah. yeah, it was super exciting. When you, there was like the, it was like invisible and you could get it. I don't think I ever finished that game. I don't know if there was an end to this game. The best animation on that game was the key. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything else looked, like, so horrible. It was just like, eh, the, the key's a C plus. Good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they devoted all, like, all of their development time on the key, and then everything else just blocks. Um, enlarge and arachnoid. The condom in Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, God. Uh, pepper and Burger Time. Uh, Multiballs and Pinball. And the Baseball Bat in Double Dragon. Uh, Shooty, my Canadian friend, had the Spy Hunter Oil Slick, which I thought was a good one. Uh, Potion in Gauntlet. Uh, the S coin in Bomb Jack and the diamond in Mr. Doe. Is it Mr. Doe or Mr. Do? I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> can someone please help us? <laughs> and, 
And the last one, uh, my friend Beefmaster had the power pellet from Pac-Man, the mushroom from Super Mario, on fire from NBA Jam, and food just lying on the ground or in a garbage can or something. Yeah. So <laughs> I like that one. Well, thank you, our friend, yeah. Beefmaster. And uh, ladies, if you want a guy who will love you for just a little bit of uh, attention, could you list all the uh, emails of those guys? <laughs> you just <laughs> please hit me up. These are some good men just waiting for love. Uh, okay, so uh, thanks so much uh, for for the what is what's the name of the organization? Uh, it is Dini. Dini, uh, for that great suggestion. You, the audience. Um, I'm talking about you, the audience, singular, because there's probably only one person listening to this. No, no, we okay. got like twelve. Okay, uh, the dirty dozen of folks who are listening to this can give your suggestion as to an episode we might conquer or a topic we might uh, debate about if you would like, and you can send it to us on our Facebook page. You could tweet it to us at Mount Rushmore Podcast. You could even go on to Instagram and type it in the comments. We love to entertain, not guarantee, but we'd talk about it, but we'd love to entertain it. And we'd love to know what you think of these podcasts and all the other ones. So it's my dubious role right now to pick a winner. And um, I think, what was the eat drink? There was all these films it seems like in the 90s like eat drink man woman or love and magic and food and food and wine and like water for chocolate water for chocolate and i thought it was interesting that you guys picked food and magic so four <laughs> of your choices two were the same but of the two that weren't michael took uh, magic mushrooms and a spirit ball so a little bit of magic theme there and uh, Richard took food and steroids, two things that you would kind of consume or inject. Which, not to say that I have taken steroids. Richard, Richard not to say so that I buff. haven't. Richard is so buff and so angry. Pretty much all I do is steroids and just shove food in my <laughs> mouth. I'm 480 pounds, people. So this is such a close uh, call here. And is this really, going to be a tie? Really, no, it's not going to no, be a tie because I know you guys don't like ties, but... Uh, I hate to pick a winner because they're both pretty awesome. But in this case, um, I'm going to go with the person who embraces just a little bit of what video games are. And that is a little bit of fun, a little bit of taking electricity and making something magical about it. So that winner is Michael Winfield uh, with his choices of magic mushrooms. He's heating up. And (laughs) the spirit ball from Aldo Beast. And uh, so thank you so much for listening to the Mount Rushmore podcast. Uh, This has been the podcast. I have been Jeff. By the way, I know I shouldn't have taken that choices suck power up. (laughs) So this is Richard. I'm Michael. Remember, don't shoot.